This episode of the Lead Machine Growth Show is brought to you by Lead Machine, the step-by-step tech easy system for getting leads online. Are you ready to start attracting your ideal audience right away? Join the five-day Lead Magnet Magic Challenge today at www.getleadmachine.com forward slash magic. Say goodbye forever to struggling with lead magnets and say hello to getting your offer seen by your ideal clients. Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where you will discover how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream. Paul Guyen, the mastermind behind the Lead Machine, introduces you to trailblazers who inspire you to implement life-changing solutions and systems you can model to nurture your leads and get your offers seen by your ideal clients who will invest in themselves and you. Be sure you visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, tune in and get ready to transform your vision into reality. Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where passion meets entrepreneurship and dreams become reality. I'm Paul Guy, and your Lead Machine coach, host, and international best-selling author, and tech and marketing expert. I'm passionate about helping entrepreneurs, coaches, and solopreneurs tackle their tech, master their message, and design their dream. Are you ready to unleash your full potential and achieve extraordinary results? And you're in the right place. We'll dive deep into the strategies and insights of stories of trailblazers who have overcome the obstacles of technology, and marketing, and mindset. I'm going to turn off my phone. I always leave mine in another room. <laughs> Are you ready to unleash your full potential with extraordinary results? <laughs> then you're in the right place. We'll dive deep into the strategies, insights, and stories of trailblazers who have overcome the t- obstacles of technology, marketing, and mindset, and are making a huge impact on their audience and customers. So buckle up and get ready for an exhilarating ride filled with inspiration, motivation, and practical advice. Whether you're just starting out or looking to take your business to the next level, let's get this conversation started and turn your dreams into reality. And thanks for tuning in. In this episode, we discuss Podcast Marketing 101. Podcasting is a powerful and increasingly popular way to promote your brand, connect with your audience, and establish yourself as a thought leader in your industry. Unlike other forms of marketing, podcasting offers a unique opportunity to build a strong and loyal community of listeners who tune in each week to hear what you have to say. But to succeed in this competitive landscape, you need to understand the basics, and that's why I have our guest on today what it is, why it matters, and how it differs from other forms of marketing. By creating valuable and engaging content that speaks to your audience's interests and needs, leveraging social media and other channels to spread the word, and focusing on building a strong and authentic relationship with your listeners, can unlock the true power of podcast marketing and make your brand, take your brand to new heights. Basically, what I'm saying is podcasting works, and it's awesome. So I first met Denise, our guest, through the Business Plan Answer Man. His name is David Brown, and he's he's an amazing friend. Uh, 
he and I have have grown uh, a friendship over the years, and it's really interesting how we we come around and we cycle through and network with people. I've known Denise for is almost I think as long as I've known David Brown, and that's how that's how we first met. So uh, I'm honored to have you on the show, Denise. Uh, let me give you a proper introduction. Denise Griffiths is the owner of Your Office on the Web, a dynamic digital agency specializing in social media marketing, web development, and consulting. Her expertise in these areas help businesses build a strong online presence and achieve their goals. In addition to running her agency, Denise hosts the highly acclaimed Your Partner in Success radio program. This show has gained recognition as one of the top 2% globally ranked podcast where Denise shares valuable insights, interviews, uh, inter industry experts, and provides guidance on various aspects of entrepreneurship and business success. Denise is a self-proclaimed nerd in stilettos and her, and given her profession as a web, as in the web, the web business, the web development business, and she's a skilled cat herder. And I also hear that she's also an alligator wrangler. Wow. Yes. <laughs> her, her ability to navigate the digital landscape with technical expertise and strategic thinking has earned her a stellar reputation in the industry. She continues to make significant impact in the business world, helping entrepreneurs and business owners thrive in the online space. Denise, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much. You're right. We have known each other or of each other on Facebook and I think LinkedIn for a number of years. And when I was having a conversation with David Brown, the answer man, and he mentioned that you were starting this podcast, and I, I almost dislocated my shoulder. I stuck my hand up in the air and said, pick me, pick me. I want to go on. So, <laughs> and the truth is, even though I'm in front of my own microphone three times a week, I rarely get to be on other people's podcasts. And I think that's my own fault. I don't ask to be on other podcasts. And I suspect that people think, oh, she's too busy. She's not going to come on. So they don't ask. And my feelings are hurt. But you asked, and thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. I'm glad that you're here. We uh, we talked a little bit. We talked quite a bit yesterday on the, on, on, the, uh, on the phone just to prepare for this. And we're, we're really not prepared. But it's going to be fun. We're going we're gonna to dive in to the basics of podcast marketing what is it, why it matters, and how, how it differs from other forms of marketing? And I have to be honest here. We, we had that conversation yesterday because we were scheduled to do this yesterday. And <laughs> I was late. And I'm, I'm never late. And I was so embarrassed. And I had to start the conversation out with, I have been wrangling alligators. I mean, I was up to my eyeballs and alligators <laughs> yesterday. So that's where that came from. But I finally got them knocked off of the porch. I'm joking, but man, it was a rough. <laughs> and thank you for being so patient and letting me come back in today. Oh, of course, of course. And that was fun. It was uh, just kind of breaking the ice because we really never had much more than an online conversation. So it was really good, good to meet you and uh, to get to know you and, and discover some of the things that we have in common. Uh, with, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and we were talking about the sweet spot and, and working on working and doing projects that we we uh, we love to do and sometimes that we know how to do, but we really don't want to do. And uh, I advise everyone to work in that sweet spot of 
what people want you to do and what you love to do. And, and that's, a, that's a great intersection of, of, uh, of your passion. It really is. And I'm a web developer, as you mentioned. And you know, I have a long disused computer science degree that nobody cares about but me because I had to pay for it and kill myself going to school at night. <laughs> I've got it, by golly. But when mm-hmm. I started about 20 years ago, there were things were very different, Paul. I mean, I was a rare female in the tech industry. I was building websites in the oil field industry, if you can imagine. Oh, I mean, wow. little boys would see me coming and they'd say, hey, you want a beer? No, just, I just want you to hire me to do a podcast, to do a, a website. But it was interesting that back then, as you undoubtedly remember, we didn't have WordPress. We didn't have graphical mm-hmm. user interface. We could almost maybe put a picture up on a website that was built HTML and it had a dark background and white text or it had a white background and black text. We were very limited. And then all of a sudden, and I'm giving my age away, I think, but here comes YouTube and here comes, um, what was it? MySpace or something. And I was paying attention. MySpace, yeah. Yeah. And I had a, a good number of clients by then because I don't quit. You know, if I say I'm going to build your website, I darn build it. And I have to tell you, out of all of these clients that I've had over the, the last 20 years, I still have all but two of them. One passed away and the other one moved to Germany. Mm. You know, he gave up. I still have those same, we've built some of those websites multiple times, but why I'm mentioning social media is because I started paying attention and saying, Hey, to my clients, have you heard about this? You know, I mean, I think, I don't think it was, maybe it was JCPenney that I saw first on, I think it was a TV commercial or overstock.com. And I went, what the heck is that? So I I started talking to my clients about social media. Now, of course, I do all of their social media, have done Mm -hmm. for years. But along the way, I needed to get my own voice heard. And as I told you, and anybody who listens to me knows I am a highly committed introvert, highly committed. Seriously, mm-hmm. my goal in life is to grow up, sit on my covered front porch in a rocking chair with a cat by my side, a shotgun on my lap, a bottle of gin I don't drink next to me, but I'm going to grow up and yell at kids, get off the grass. I mean, I have a plan. <laughs> so <laughs> yes, I'm an introvert. I'm not shy. I don't have any filters, as you already know, but I needed to get my voice heard. And the reason it was so important for me to start my podcast when nobody was around to help me. And I mean, nobody, nobody knew how to do it. I often think I was the only one of 10 people that were doing it, but you won't find pictures of me on the internet. They don't exist. I take my privacy very seriously. I read 1984 when I was a kid, scared the crap out of me, excuse the language. And I was already an intensely private person anyway. So there are no pictures of me. There really are not. So I I went on somebody, I was invited on somebody else's podcast and I didn't even know what it was, but I thought, what the heck? I didn't even know it was a podcast. I thought they just wanted to have a recorded conversation. And afterwards I said, what was that? What did we just do? She said, honey, that was a podcast. I said, show me. And that was it. Mm. That was, you know, I put my foot, drew my line in the sand and off I went. Again, nobody to teach me how to do it. So my point is, you don't have to have a lot of equipment. You don't have to spend a lot of money. 
you need a good microphone, you need a quiet place, and you need something to talk about. Something yeah. interesting, something that people will come to you and say, hey, tell me more. Right. And I think the conversations between the guests and the host, if it's an interview style uh, type of show, um, Mine is. it is what is what really makes it uh, interesting because you can have a conversation like this and uh, it's really difficult to do that in social media and other forms of marketing. Uh, so you can actually interview your, your, um, your potential clients and uh, yeah. also influencers that, that, that have audiences for your potential clients. So that's yeah. really a powerful, powerful thing, isn't it? It is. it is. And mine was always an interview type of a, a podcast because as fascinating as I find myself, I'm not that interesting. I can't talk for <laughs> 15 minutes. I mean, really, what do you have to say after a while? Yeah, I got to go outside. I'm done. But I always, mm -hmm. yeah. And I started out saying, well, you know, can, will you come on my podcast? And of all people early, early on, um, Bob Berg, you know, the author of Go Givers. Oh, I know Bob. Yeah. Know Bob Berg. He yeah. was my guest. And I had always been a fan of Larry Wingett. And we all know who Larry Winkett is. And mm -hmm. I, you know, I had watched his little TV show again back in the day. And, you know, I followed him on his, his Facebook page. And I was just, Larry Winkett seriously saved my podcast because I couldn't find guests. Nobody heard of me. They didn't know what I wanted. They wouldn't pay any attention to me at all. I was mm -hmm. too young. I was too raw. I was too unknown. Nobody knew a thing about me. They weren't going to waste time. And frankly, I wasn't offering it properly i was just saying hey would you like to come on my podcast they're like Who yeah. are you? <laughs> so <laughs> i had to learn how to market it but one day i just i was at my desk and thinking i've got to shut this down it's a lot of time it's a lot of energy it's breaking my heart it really was it was painful to make that decision <laughs> so i larry Wingett popped into my head and i this is before we had facebook messenger and I sent him a note on Facebook, told him who I was, that Bob Berg and a couple of his other uh, speaker buddies had been on my my show. I still don't know how that happened, but uh -huh. I really I don't even remember now. But I told him that I was a fan of his and I proved it by mentioning his his little TV show that he had that I thought the big spender or something like that. And I sent it, bowed my head. And when I say I bowed my head, I mean, I smacked my head on the desk thinking, Denise, really? That was Larry. <laughs> <laughs> so I left. I went out to the refrigerator and did my little, I have this open refrigerator door meditation that I do. I open the door, stick my head in it and calm down because who knows why they're standing in front of the refrigerator, right? You just go blank. So 20 minutes later, I came back in here and there was a note from Larry Wingett and said, sure. I went, <gasps> And I quit breathing. And he, <laughs> he's been my guest multiple times. Of course, he's retired now, but he's one of my favorite guests. But Larry and I have a lot in common. Neither one of us has filters. In fact, we have to be careful. <laughs> so <laughs> never know where that conversation is going to go. But he really did. And I give him full credit. He saved this podcast. Wow. I'm, I mean, I'm sure you told him that, too. I have. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's, I think when you get a good guest on your show, that really helps 
you have like the cool kid on the block syndrome going going for you. And that's where your network comes in, your uh, your connections. And it's, su- it's surprising how easy it was for uh, to get a few guests um, just because they were friends of mine, but they were they were in they were in the right line of business for me to ask, like Tony Rubleski and, right. and Ben Gay and Ben Gay the third was on my show. I know he's you've, he's on your show uh, regularly yeah, every Wednesday. Uh, yeah, yeah, and so uh, it was pretty easy to do that because of of what I've been doing for the past ten or fifteen years, and, th- and that's working kind of behind the scenes with with uh, Tony and with with Ben and with. Uh, Brad Zollis and and David Brown and all those people and uh, I know every one of you know, them. It, in fact, it, I know you Brad's do. website. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, the power of net networking, I think, um, extends it because once you have guests, then um, their audiences are interested and and they may have people that they can refer to you to your show. And they said, who would be a good fit for, for my show? And they said, Oh, Oh, and Dan, Dan Janelle just did that. Um, did the other day. He, he, uh, he referred uh, three, three guests to my show and, and one of them just signed up. Yeah. And the thing <laughs> yeah. is, if you're a good podcast host and you are clearly, you're going to do whatever you can as, and I call them high rollers. It's not like we're in Vegas. I'm in Southwest Louisiana, <laughs> equidistant between Hurricanes Katrina and Rita, if anybody's wanting to know. But <laughs> I I have some high, high value guests and I'm grateful for them. And I will constantly say, do you need more? Do you want to look for more podcast you know, hosts? And they'll, oh yeah. And I'm making introductions every week, every week. Yeah. You know, I don't lose anything from it. I gain a lot from it. So do they. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So let's talk a minute about um, building a community around your podcasts, uh, including the tactics, tactics for engaging listeners and creating a sense of belonging. That I think I learned by instinct. I mean, we want to treat our guests and our audience the same way you would treat family when they show up for gumbo or Thanksgiving dinner. You want to make them welcome. You want to make sure that you appreciate that they're here. What can you do to help them? And then in now, you know, we've got such access to social media. If you haven't taken your podcast and immediately put it out to YouTube, if you haven't put it out on it should be on your website. And I, you know, we can talk about that another time if you like, but it should be on your own website as well mm-hmm. as out there with RSS feeds. You know, you need to be out there on Pinterest of all places. It's its own search engine. You need, be, need to be on Instagram. You need to be tagging these people. You know, don't just plunk it out there and say, hey, you know, I had Ben Gay the third on the other day. I'm making sure that he's tagged. So people yeah. know, okay, that's Ben Gay. What? Oh, okay. I know who he is. Yeah, and you just, the easiest way to say it, Paul, is just give them a lot of love. These people show up, they come up prepared, they are ready and willing to rock your world, and you've got to show them as much love and and appreciation as you can. And I'm not being schmaltzy about that. They earned it. They absolutely earned it. Well, yeah, they they're putting their time and and to, taking time out to be to be with you and talk about a topic, and it, it's it's fun, but it's it's also work, and you've got to prepare, you've got to schedule, you've got to, you know, get ready to be on the show and and all that, and 
And so, yeah. So what are some of the ways that, that you have uh, used to, to spread that love? Uh, social media is one, one way. Uh, have you done anything else uh, offline or uh, cards or, you know, how do you, how do you pull that off? Well, I always say I send thank you cards, but here's my process and anybody's welcome to use it. It has worked for me for many, many years. You you mentioned earlier that we had this nice conversation yesterday. I will not have anybody on my podcast show without doing a pre-interview. It's just a no-no. I won't do it. We mm-hmm. have to spend some time and, and a lot of people don't. You know, our friend Adam Homie does. He says, I'll just show up. Nope, I'm not going to do it because I don't know what we're going to talk about. But when I get these people on the show, it gives me an opportunity to, you know, we get to connect. Literally, we get to connect. We get all happy with each other, you know, and I need to tell you this too. People say, oh, well, you know, here's my one sheet. Those one sheets are very limited in what they can tell you. Mm -hmm. A conversation tells you pretty much everything you need to hear. And in all the years I've been doing this, I've only had one person. I said, you're just not ready. You know, you don't really have anything. You don't have a website. And he kept asking me, can I come on your show? Can I come on your show? Can I come on your show? And finally, we had a, a long conversation. And I and I said, look, you're not ready. And I gave him homework. And God bless him, he did it. So he got ready. <laughs> you know, he wanted wow. to be on podcasts. I said, you're not ready for mine. But, you know, do this homework. You know, you know clean up your website. Get some call to action on there. You know, get some other information that people can go, oh, yeah, you're an interesting guy and go on other people's podcasts and then circle back around to me. But it's rare that I will have a conversation where I just don't like them. And I'll tell you right now, if I don't like you, you're not coming on the show. I have to spend (laughs) minutes with you. Ain't happening, as we say in the deep south. But but I always do those quick interviews. And I'll be very frank with you. That's where a lot of the magic happens. A lot. I've often wished I would record those and just call it good. Yeah. (laughs) So that's critical for me. And then, you know, I have a a very kind of a rigid process that I've, you know, I keep it simple, stupid, but it's a very easy, rigid process. You know, I will send them the scheduler, send them everything they know to connect with me online, offline. Then the week up, let's say you pick a Friday because I broadcast live. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Wednesday, of mm. course, is gay. And let's just say you pick a Friday in September, which is when I'm booking now. The week of, I will be in touch and say, hey, are you still good? Has anything changed on your calendar? Once they can, you know, they confirm, I get it all set up. And that's when I start making magic. I post it all over social media. You know, here's my next guest. My next guest on mm. Monday is Tommy Breedlove. That's I've already got that out of Canva. I'm putting it up as soon as we're done. So I put that out there. I tag him. And then the next day I will say, okay, you know, here's the rest of here's the whole body. Here's the link. Here's everything. So I'm at it. You know, you're not going to not know that I'm interviewing Tommy Breedlove on on Monday. You're just not. And now if you're paying any attention. So can I you know, stop you, you there for a second? Sure. How would you do that? I pre-record my shows. I'm, I'm not doing them live yet. I, I right. probably will, will move to that. So how do you do that? Uh, how would you suggest I do that when um, when I, I'm scheduling in August now? And, uh, you know, I've got uh, Dan is coming up next week. So, uh, so instead of, I guess I'll walk through this. So maybe I should 
start on Monday, start promoting him or, or over the weekend, promoting yeah. him that, hey, my next guest is this. He's coming yep. up. Tag him. Let him know. Absolutely. Okay. And that way people are going, oh, hey, I know Dan. I mean, I've interviewed him. I've got some of his books in here. By the way, this office, my office in my home has hundreds of books in here. Hundreds. Every single book in here was gifted to me by a podcast guest. I, somewhere along the line, I became known as somebody who is very author friendly. And yeah. I've read every single one of them. And I'm very, in fact, I just wrote a blog post about it. But yeah, I mean, Paul, I would go ahead and start talking about it now. So people don't just go, well, I don't know who Dan Janelle is. Introduce him. Assume mm -hmm. that nobody knows who he is, which is not true, but just assume that and start, you know, setting that that picture like, you know, here's what we're going to talk about. This is who he is. And then by the time that show rolls around, you've got some people going, hey, I want to know more. But yeah, right. always get out there and get ahead of it. And then afterwards, you just reverse it. You know, here, you know, here's the YouTube. Here's everything else. Yeah, I mean, then, I mean, I, we spoke about, you know, about Larry Wingett not too long ago. I think the last really good episode that I had with him was five or six years ago. I just reposted it. It's evergreen. It's excellent. You mm. just keep sharing. It's And I tell people, it's not a one and done. You have to constantly be promoting your guest. And not in a skeevy way. You just want to keep introducing them, tell them thank you, you know, pick pieces out of the podcast that really resonated with you, write a little graphic, shove it out there, you know, put the link in. It's so easy. Canva is your friend. Seriously. It doesn't have yes. to be expensive. It doesn't have to be fancy. Just get it out there. Yeah, I love Canva. I, I started playing around with it. Of course, I have uh, access to Adobe and all that. Uh, but it's it's got a real tough learning curve. And I can do a few things on it. But um, Canva, I had the free version for Oh, a couple of years and said, oh, this is pretty cool. Yeah, it's free, whatever, resize. And, but then I then I had to resize a poster and I had a hell of a time doing it. And uh, I actually brought it into, um, into Adobe Illustrator so I could um, I, I could manipulate it and, and scale it up from an eight and a half by 11 to a, it was actually a postcard. I started with a template that was too small. I didn't start with the right thing. And I, I said, darn it, I'm going to get the pro version so I can... I can uh, resize the thing. And then from there, I've been, you know, delving into, uh, they just keep adding more functionality. They've got AI involved in their platform. They they have a mail merge function in they their did. platform. Yeah. That, uh, I don't know if you knew about that, but I I just did a, a lead magnet with, with 10 deadly uh, lead magnet sins or mistakes uh, that are costing you leads. And I had a list in a, in a spreadsheet and a graphic, and I just, just like a mail merge you would use in your word processing software, Microsoft Word or whatever. Uh, and boom, there you go. I had I had social posts and the makings of a lead magnet. I put an intro and an outro on it and a call to action. And there you go. And now I'm going to use it for, uh, you know, using it for promoting uh, itself or or whatever else I'm doing. So it's really easy to use. So it yeah, is. Tangent. And I... I go and put, no, not really, because this is important. I see yeah. too many people saying, oh, I'm going to have a podcast. Uh, 
I'm going to go off on a tangent for a minute. I make it bitter. So just stop me if I start. Getting That's okay. <laughs> but I spend some time lurking in a couple of Facebook pages and I'm telling you, Paul, I'll never need a facelift. I read some of this garbage, or as we say in the South garbage, and my <laughs> eyebrows hit my hairline and I look like I'm permanently surprised. Like I had a really bad facelift. I'm like, you did what, what? would you people stop? What? And I just, my poor cat, his name is hashtag Hamilton is an ass. He'll leave the room when he knows I'm going into that, those Facebook groups. Cause I'm going to start saying some bad words. There's an <laughs> awful lot of really garbage information out there. And here's my best advice to you. If you're listening to, or being advised by somebody who has been a cop podcaster for oh, 11 and a half minutes, stop it. Find people who know what they're talking about and who can prove that they know what they're talking about. And here's the thing about people like you, Paul, and me. We want to help you. If you have a question, we'll answer it. We're not going mm-hmm. to say, oh, well, jump on Fiverr or jump on here or jump on, you know, go pay me a hundred bucks. Just ask me the question. I'll be happy to help you. So, you know, just at, like I did with Larry, just ask. You don't know unless you ask. So, where I went off on my tangent. What tangent were you on? <laughs> I'll, I'll join well, you. The, 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 if you don't ask, the answer is always no. You know, if you don't ask, the answer is always no. Uh, we were talking about your, uh, the process that you're using uh, for, uh, for spreading oh, the love. Right. And, and, and we, we got off on Canva. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to go back to Canva. What I did some years ago was in Canva, I just created a template. I use the same template for my guests and I use the same template for my my next up. My guest coming up is this person. Two templates, that's it. That's all I use. I just plunk in a, do, a little bit of information. I change the image out and I'm good to go. I'm in and out of there in 10 minutes. Yeah, that's easy. Did I and then, keep it simple, stupid? I keep everything yeah. simple, stupid. So posting then, so do you use a, a a tool to post on the different platforms or do you do that manually on each one? No, I don't do anything manually if I can avoid it. I use a, a tool called Hero Post, which I really, really like. Um, Hero they, Post? Hero Post, yeah. It was an AppSumo thing. And I ah, did yeah. this with Hootsuite forever. And I liked Hootsuite. But all of a sudden, they decided to quadruple their prices. and They wouldn't grandfather us in no matter how mm-hmm. long we'd been there. And I said, okay, you have a nice day now. And I left, a lot of us left. So I found Hero Post and I've been very, very pleased with it. Well, I've been using Canva. Canva will post to uh, to a couple of things, but it's it's not really that powerful. It does have a content calendar though. So that's pretty cool, um, a, a nice feature. And I'm I'm using it for one of my groups to uh to post daily themes and, and that's nice. on a schedule and that's nice. cool um so hero post is a tool that you use to that can uh post your obviously you need to reformat some of the uh, some of the graphics and and for for the right uh for the different platforms does that tool help you do that it doesn't you, you don't even have to do that it just takes it, no? it on its own yeah Oh, it really okay. does. I like I said, I've been with it a couple of years, and I've been really pleased with it. But again, oh. keep it simple, stupid. You know, I will go and I do this for all of my clients. I use it not just for me; I use it for all of my clients. 
So they're scheduled for at least two weeks out. And I don't have to worry about, oh, do I have anything for this client or that client? No, it's all good. It's all in there. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. That's great. And I bought it with, you know, AppSumo. You can, you buy it and then maybe you stack it and get a little bit better. But once you're done, you're done. You're not paying a monthly fee, which I really liked. Right, right. And some, and they come out with, um, AppSumo comes out with uh, specials on a cycle <laughs> I don't know what the cycle is, but uh, on a cycle base. Yeah. And I was, I spent way too much money. I spent all my lunch money and the cat's money too, but that's okay. I use it all. So what we were going to talk about how starting a podcast, I think we were going to go into, you know, how podcasts are, are really, in my opinion, a fantastic tool for, for raising brand awareness. And that's why, I call it marketing 101. You can be like me, a solopreneur. I have a team, but I'm I'm a solopreneur. And all the way on up to Apple, Audible. I mean, you've got to have brand going on. And listen, if you don't believe how often podcasting can, how awesome podcasting can be for businesses, it really is marketing 101 on stereo. Steroids, I can't talk. But it's an incredible way to connect with your audience and take your brand to new heights. And when you hop on the podcasting train, you really do open up a whole new world of opportunities. They are such a fantastic tool for raising brand awareness. Like I just said, but think about this, Paul, you're reaching people directly through their earbuds or their speakers, and they're tuning in to hear what you have to say. It's like having a conversation with them while they're sipping their morning coffee, or they're going for a jog, or they're in their car and your brand, whatever that brand is, becomes a part of their routine and that kind of exposure can't be bought. It's pure gold. And here, let me let me go a little further. If you can't quite envision that for your brand, just think about Mike Rowe. Everybody knows Mike Rowe. And he generates massive respect for his brands just by showing up and being, well, Mike Rowe. So think about that. Yeah. yeah. So how can we generate leads from podcasts? So how, how can you monetize it or... You know, get people to come to your website to your offer. Uh, I know a lot of a lot of people, and I teach how to build a lead machine. And so my my clients are are interested in how to get traffic to their offers and to their leads, uh, to their lead machines uh, that they build that I help them build. And so, can you tell us a little bit about that? One of the things, and this is probably not going to be very popular, but. I've been podcasting a very, very long time and I lurk around. I think I've shared this with you. I lurk around in a couple of pretty well-known podcast Facebook groups and there are always two or three questions that get asked, no matter if you've been around for a while or if your podcast is 10 minutes old. How do I get sponsors and how do I make a living out of this? You don't. Uh Nobody knows who you are. It's it's a long game podcasting like any other you know kind of true marketing event if you will or idea is it's a long game people have to get to know you like you trust you and feel comfortable around you now i have had people say can i i've had publicists say denise will pay to get people on your your show i've never taken any of those up because the quality of people they want to come on my show don't meet my standards that's why they right. have to get on. You have to be careful with things like that. But 
it may be that if you are marketing kind of like what you're talking about with lead magnets, you can eventually get sponsors. I've had sponsors that I've accepted because they're very high level people, but I don't look for them. I just mm-hmm. don't. But there's the best thing you can do. Again, this is not going to be the most popular thing because there's no quick, easy fix. Get your voice out there. Get credible. Get very credible. Right. People pay attention to you. They follow you. They refer you. If you're on your show talking about the business that you do. Listen, when I'm talking with, with my guests, I'll say, well, as you know, I'm a web developer and I own a digital a marketing agency. That's all I do. That's it. It's The show isn't about me, but I say just enough people say, well, let me go find Denise. I need a website or, you know, maybe she can refer me for this, that, and the other. You, you want to be good enough at the conversations that you're having with your guests that they're also paying attention to what you're saying and what you're offering. And at the end of it, at the end of my podcast, at any rate, I will say, okay, you know, this is where you can find me. And I'll make sure it's in the outro. This is where you can find me. And I've picked up clients over the years. I've picked up referrals. I have picked up colleagues. It's, you have to be credible. It's a slow moving game and it's not really a game, but you have to be very credible. And if you're not, people are not going to buy what you've got anyway. So show up and, and do the best that you can do, but don't quit your job. Just don't. And another thing, and I will say this from the bottom of my heart again, I, I watch these people in these these groups. And sometimes I think I've shared this with you. I'm never going to need a facelift. I'll read some of the so-called advice that get, you know, bandied about in some of these groups. <laughs> my eyebrows hit my hairline. I look permanently surprised. You know, my, my skin is <laughs> my face. I can, I'm like, oh my God, you did not just give that kind of advice. And people take this advice, like buy this equipment, hire an editor. You don't need to do that. If you are not a business doing this, please don't start spending money that your wife is going to divorce you over. Just don't. You can right. do it like you're doing it, like I do. You can do it on your own. I don't have a team for my podcast. I do every bit of it, every Mm -hmm. bit of it, but I don't, you know, it doesn't make any money at this moment for me to pay anybody to, and to be honest, I like doing it because I get to meet the people that I'm going to be chatting with. I mean, I I enjoy it. I don't want to outsource it to be honest, but going back to how do you generate leads? You generate leads by getting out there, being you, being the, best podcaster you can be bringing in fantastic guests because now you're going to be leveraging their their audience it's not just you it's not just your audience you bring in high level guests they have huge audiences and those Mm -hmm. people now hear you is that helpful yeah it's helpful and i think to add to that it's it's a it's some fabulous networking um opportunity i mean think about when you in the old days, we'd go to uh, networking events and, and uh, you know, pitch, 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 pitch. But really, it, they become effective when you start to build relationships. And uh, when you, my, my network has grown in the last 15 weeks, uh, just because I've uh, stuck my ne- neck out and, and created a podcast uh, and expanded my reach just by by meeting people and uh, it's amazing how it's growing 
it's going very fast and i'm sure sure you you have the same uh the same thing like the colleagues that you have and and uh have met and and the guests and they're they 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 if you do a good job and you're really real um and you're trying to be real and not trying to be fake um they, and you know your stuff they're going to be attracted to you and they're going to say hey can i be on your show i i just had um i i reached out to uh uh, a manufacturer of uh, software that we are talking about offline, uh, TechSmith, and uh, they're going to be on the show. And um, oh, we and, did talk about that. So, did any of my little advice help you? We well, don't. I didn't have to. It was, but I did. I didn't have to use it. Um, oh, right. I, I just gave him a great pitch, and I said, "Hey, this is this is what my show is about. I think uh, your message would resonate well, well with my my listeners and uh, and." Uh, boom they said yeah hey let's chat so i'm chatting with them and doing a pre-call with them on monday and i'm uh, going to have them on the show and they're they have other content creators in on different subjects in their company that uh especially one on ai that i'm looking looking to uh, to get an introduction so that'll be easy to do congratulations uh, it, yeah well thank you and so it's like networking uh if you have a lead machine that you can mention and offer as a gift or if you have, if I sponsor my own show, so I have a gift uh, that I offer, uh, or you can go to download my or join my challenge, and my guests have gifts, and that way they can they can generate leads that way, and then they they have a follow up system that's in place or a CRM, uh, and, and they can take that offline or online or however they they do it. So it it is all about being real, getting the visibility, and expanding your reach. And uh, just like you said, it's a long game, and that's why I'm I'm in it. I'm in it for the long game, and uh, it's fun. It's fun doing this. We're having fun, and uh, you know, you and I have known each other for a long time, but we've never met until now. Right. And, uh, really, we've never talked until now. So that's that's fabulous. So let's let's talk a little bit about the um, those folks out there who are not ready to host their podcast. Uh, what about guesting on podcasts? Is there a, is there a, uh, and I know I've, I've got a number of clients that are asking me that question and they, uh, in my mastermind group and they're going, yeah, that's, that's a lot of work. I, I, I just want to be visible and I want to get my feet wet. So what'd be a good way to get started as a podcast guest? And you know, that's the best way to get started on podcasting. That's how I started hundred years ago, yeah. many, many, many years ago, I had somebody say, Denise, you know, can we, I really thought they were doing just a recorded um, interview. I didn't know. I didn't even know what podcasting was. Picked mm -hmm. up the phone, dialed into the number. They asked me to dial into, had a great time. We're still friends. And mm -hmm. at the end of it, you know, she called me, she said, Hey, that was fun. The show's going to be out there in about two weeks. I said, what show? I had no idea what she was talking about. She said, Denise, that was a podcast. I said, tell me more. Mm. So she did. And I mean, within three hours, I had started Your Partner in Success Radio. And I knew it was going to be an interview podcast. We talked a bit about this earlier, but yeah, it just was such an easy way for somebody like me who is a card carrying introvert, who's not going to go hang around networking. I just won't do it. And this is a terrific, was and is a terrific way for me to get my voice heard, network across the world, literally, 
and get to meet people and network and you know become colleagues i mean it just it just keeps going and going and going but i started by accidentally being a guest and went aha and it really was an eye opener for me but here's the thing you need to figure out what it is that you bring to an audience you know go find some of the podcasts that you really really like and find out who they're interviewing what are they talking about you don't want to be in in a crowd of people who are talking about oh, I don't know, mindfulness. You know, if it's 100 people talking about mindfulness, find something different. But put together, a let's call it a one sheet, a podcast one sheet, and there are people who can help you with that. You mm-hmm. need to come up with three, at least a minimum of three strong topics that you can speak to. Because you may be on a 15-minute podcast, you may be on like mine an hour long. You need to have three different choices that they can choose of, and they have to be you know different from each one. You need to be able to get on that phone or in that headset. How are you going to get in there and speak graciously, knowledgeably? Did I say that right? Knowledgeably? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) That's a word. (laughs) It is now. It's a Southern word. But you you need to be comfortable. And let me tell you something. If you think, oh, you know, I'm behind a phone. I'm my, you know, it's still public speaking. You need to careful with public speaking you need to be enjoying it and if you're not getting nervous when you get on somebody's podcast or even yours you're probably not doing it right i get nervous on mine every single time every single time. i do too I, I know and it's part of the oh, okay take a breath i'm on stage you know take a breath i'm on stage but it's there are so many different ways that you can get on somebody else's podcast but you have to be articulate enough and interesting enough to get their attention. You don't want to go into LinkedIn and say, hey, by the way, I'd like to come on your show. And that that told me nothing. You have to approach us like we're real people, like we're businesses. You need to give us the information we're looking for that you have actually heard of us or have actually listened to our podcast. You know what we're doing and you would like to be a guest and here's why and here's what you can share with the audience. Because remember, it's not about you. It's not about the host. It's about the audience. It's about the audience. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of people just fall down. Oh, I'm going to be on a podcast. Well, what, what's the, you know, what does the audience get from you? If you don't know, you're right. not ready to be a guest and you're sure not ready to be a host. Right. And, and you know, when you talk about us, the, uh, the one sheet and the three strong topics, uh, and one sheet's easy to do, easy to make. Uh, but your topics, you, you need to you need to structure, just like you said, your topics have to be what's in it for the audience. And uh, it's like, they're, they're like lead magnets. They are or, or signature talks. And when you go to go to go to give a, uh, a speech or something like that, or, or to go to ask for a raise, <laughs> you, uh, uh, you've got to have a you've got to have a good convincing argument and a problem that you're solving. And uh, maybe a process and, and uh, you know, um, uh, some stories to go around it too. Uh, to be a, to be a good guest, you want to be able to tell stories. You want to be personable, but you want to be yeah. very, very helpful. And you yeah. want to, if you're working with a good podcast host, they're going to do everything they can to get you in front of the right people to, you know, during the podcast to say, okay, well, listen, Paul, where can people find you? You know, how can they connect you with you? Do you have any kind of last minute thoughts? We are doing everything we can to make sure that that guest is reaching 
everybody in our audience that they can. And here's something that I don't actually see a lot of, and I think it's a big mistake for podcast guests. They, they're not taking the show and just promoting the heck out of it once it's out there and done. They're just saying, oh, great, thank you. And they'll put it out there on their Facebook page and that's it, all done. No, 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 no. You took the time to show up as an expert, be the expert, get that show out there, have Canva, you know, get some graphics, hire a, a virtual assistant. If you already have a VA, have them make sure that that episode, whether it's you or me, Paul, or anybody Make sure that that gets out there a lot. And I don't mean just one and done the day of, but I've, you know, I've interviewed people for, oh, geez, some really interesting, fascinating people. Not too long ago, I just reposted um, an episode I did with Larry Wingett eight years ago. It's mm -hmm. still that good. And by the way, yeah. keep it evergreen. Keep it evergreen. Don't try to keep come on somebody's, yeah, on somebody's podcast and say, oh, this is what we're doing right now. We've got this big event. That's wonderful, but it's not evergreen. So you have right. to make sure that when you're speaking with the guest and you're sharing to this big audience, that it's going to be just as pertinent as it was when you recorded it four years down the road. It's really important to think that way. Mm -hmm. Good point. So what's a good way to get, what's a good way to approach someone to be on a, on a podcast? And obviously you need to go and find, find the right podcast who has the audience that, that is, is your ideal client or your ideal audience. But, but how do you go about doing that? Are there some resources online that you can do that you can uh -huh. find or? Typically people find an assistant to help them do it. But if you don't have the wherewithal or you, you just can't afford to do that right now, one of the best ways that I had somebody ask me to come on my show was, you know, I opened up my LinkedIn email box and there was this quick little recording from this gal. And she was so exciting. She said, excited. She said, Denise, I just listened to, and she gave me the name of the podcast. She gave me the name of the, the person that I was interviewing. And she said, I was fascinated and told me why she was so excited about this particular episode. I was hooked. I was like, really? She already got my attention. So she said, and uh -huh. this is what I do. And this is why I think I would be a great guest. She's been on twice. <laughs> so you can do it very quickly. And I can't remember the tool that she used, but yeah, it's basically you just get in front of your computer, you, you do a little recording and then you send it off. That's free. Yeah. But make sure you're giving that, that host some good information. Don't just say, hey, I want to be on your show. That's right. It. So you you were personable. She was personable, Very uh, specific, and she yeah. said, "What's in it for you?" That's uh, exactly. And for and for her audience, for your and audience. Honestly, if I had to say, start with something, that would be the thing to do. Go listen, actually listen, make sure that that host is a good fit for you, and then cinema recording. It works. It's the best yeah. thing. It's a great idea. I like that, and it's so easy to do. Yeah. Especially today, there's all kinds of tools, and you can you can if you've got a if you've got a computer or a smartphone, you can do it. You can just talk into your phone and and uh, send it off, and and it doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, studio quality. It just has to be real and personable. It does, and you know that's what we're looking for as as hosts. We want somebody who's genuinely excited to be with us on the show. 
not just trying to, you know, check something off of their list or sell something that they've got. You know, we have good spidey sense. We're not going to let that happen. Right. As far as podcast marketing 101, we've talked about uh, being real. We've talked about your process. We've talked about uh, being a guest. Uh, the pre-interview, uh, which I hadn't thought of, which which would be, I, I'm actually having one on uh, on Monday, which is a, a great idea. And uh, we talked about some tools, raising brand awareness. Uh, what else? What else should we talk about uh, before we wrap up? You know, I'm glad you're doing that. I actually on Tuesdays I do my pre-interviews, and you just don't come on my show unless I've already met you. I've had mm -hmm. that time to spend with you. And one of the gals that she's going to be in on August, I believe, she said something. She said, you know, this was so much fun. I feel like I already know you and I get that a lot. And it just off the top of my head, because I knew I was going to be talking with you again today. I said, would you be willing to share with me maybe a, a quick you know, recording or a quick note why you felt that the pre-interview was probably one of the most important things that you have done in podcasting, mm. she said, I would be happy to. I mean, I have had people, I don't know if I shared this with you before, but I've actually had people go after the pre-interview before they even got onto the show, because right now we're booking almost two months out, go to Apple and say, she's really good. Get on this show, <laughs> you know, put it in. Wow. IT. So you're getting to, to meet the people you're already comfortable with them. You know, each other's you already know how you speak. There's no awkward moments. I mean, you're ready to rock and roll. I think it's so critical to have that pre-interview for both parties. Hmm. That's excellent advice. So before we wrap up, do you have any final words besides that? What are really the question is, I'm I'm an implementer, so I always ask this question. What are three things our listeners can do today to put all these ideas into action? Do some homework, research your research where you want to be, where you want to be seen, where you want to be heard. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of podcasts out there who, you know, just, hey, yeah, we'll take anybody. Come on, we'll take anybody. Yeah. You're not going to get to your audience. Who is your audience? Then go find the the po the blah, 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 the podcast hosts. <laughs> I can talk that, that are serving that audience, and then you ask yourself some relevant and insightful questions that truly highlight your unique perspective. And then what do you do? You're going to go, you know, do the video. You're going to do a one sheet. But if I were to say anything right now, the first thing to do is do your homework. Find the podcast that you really like. You like what they're doing. You like the, you know, the audience and start from there. Then start putting together your three topics. And there has to be at least three. So you're going to need a one sheet. But, you know, if you want to just start today, I would say sit down, turn on your phone, turn on your recording app and start talking. How do you, you know, just speak extemporaneously about something that you're really passionate about that you think an audience is going to love and just talk and then listen to yourself and figure out, okay, that was pretty darn interesting. Oh, I see too many uhs and ahs. And, oh, I didn't really have a good... I don't know where I was going with that. 
record yourself a few times and, and get comfortable with it. Like I've shared with you, I can't stand the sound of my own voice, <laughs> but I have to hear it all the time. <laughs> I think to me, I sound like I'm about to sing happy birthday, Mr. President. I think I sound ridiculous, but I still need to know what I sound like. So if my best advice is start recording yourself, either, you know, on the phone, on video, on whatever, record yourself and get comfortable with it and have fun with it. It'll teach you a lot. Yeah. What else? Anything else? So do your research, get a one sheet and start, yeah. start recording yourself. I would start with the recording first, just so you know, when you're speaking spontaneously. Okay. You don't know what's going to come out of your mouth, but you're going to yeah. find nuggets there. And all of a sudden, ooh, 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 that's a good topic. Listen to yourself. Yeah. Listen to your expertise. Listen to what you've really got to say. What makes your voice go up an octave because you're so excited about it. <laughs> then work from there. Excellent advice. And, you know, you said said earlier, too, as a, as a podcast host, you want to give them as much love. Give your guests a lot of love and spread it around and um, before, after, during, and, and all the way through. It's For me, it's been an honor and a pleasure just to meet you and to talk to you. And I think we've we've um, there's more that we can talk about, and, and we're running out of time today. But I'd love to have you back, and we can talk maybe more about, about spreading that love and some of the, some of the ways that we can do that some of the tools we get because we're both nerds, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you're a nerd in stilettos I and, am. and, and, uh, I'm a nerd behind the drum kit. So I, know. Uh, I would love to. And, you know, if I know what it is that you need for me to share, I can be a little bit less wandering around and more specific. So yeah, I'd be happy to. Although the wandering I, down part's kind of fun. I like the wandering, quite frankly, but we'll, you know, we'll, we'll work from, we'll, we'll try to work from, from uh, some, somewhat of the, an outline. But, um, but again, thank you, Denise. I appreciate it. Um, you can connect with Denise at www.denisegriffiths.com. That's two Fs, two Ts, no H and no N. Is right. that correct? That's, Is that right? Yeah. That's dot com. And remember, faith and action go hand in hand. So put the pedal to the metal. And until next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show, I'm Paul Guyon. Thank you, Paul. So long. Thank you for tuning in to the Lead Machine Growth Show with Paul Guyon, where we show you how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream so that you can transform your vision into reality. Remember to visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, Subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show.